But cool, dude. I did not know that about the uh, about some of those films. That was pretty pretty surprising. I, I really do want to do that Krampus thing, though. I love the idea of Krampus. I think that would be <laughs> awesome. But I think you're right. Watching that many Krampus movies in a row. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, I don't know if I told you this. I saw the... They, they remade Leprechaun. I heard. And they remade it with Hornswoggle from the WWE. And it is the biggest pile of trash I have ever seen. The biggest pile of trash I've ever seen. That's what happens when you don't have Warwick Davis, man. Well, they got rid of the entire lore. Like, it's not... The only thing that is the same about it is it has a leprechaun. But it's not even a real leprechaun. It's a leprechaun. Yeah, but but they call it the leprechaun reboot. It's not leprechaun. It's, It's essentially... Have you seen The Descent? Yeah, yeah. It's basically. I, love, I actually love dis- that film. So do I. It's it's one of my favorite horror films. Um, it is the descent, but not in a cave. Yeah, the the leprechauns what? are apparently mythic beings that used to live in this cave, and this little Irish town dug all the gold out of it. And in order to keep the leprechauns from murdering people in the village, they have to do a sacrifice every year. So when kids come oh. to this town. They lock these kids in this house. They put a piece of gold on the on like the mantle or something like that, so the leprechauns can smell the gold. They come, they kill the people in there, so they feed them, and then they leave. That's kind of fun, but uh, fucking it's dumb. It's as what shit. you do. It's like the the pitch. Is like okay, I could see this, but it depends on who directs it and who writes it. No, dude, it was horrible. And and the fact that they had Hornswoggle in it, but you he was he was in makeup. Like, you couldn't tell it was Hornswoggle. If they had done the original Leprechaun with that, like, fucked up face, a goblin-looking thing, that would have been awesome. But they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They just got rid of the entire Jennifer Aniston uh, theory and uh, destroyed an otherwise mediocre film. That's what it is. At least he's not in space or in the hood. I would be fine with it, though. I loved every one of those leprechauns. Like they got worse and worse and worse, but it was great because it, it my, my brother go on about him. Like all, like the first one's a straightforward film. And then all of them after that are like, what the hell is even going on here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg was in the one in the hood, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, anything with the hood attached to it, Snoop Dogg just shows up at your house with a bag of weed. You know, there is a horror film where Snoop Dogg plays the villain in it. Really? Yeah, I remember seeing it when I was looking through for movies to watch. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. I found it when I was looking up Candyman. Ah. And apparently there is a film that Snoop Dogg just plays the iconic villain in the film. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, good old Snoop Appar- Dogg. apparently it's supposed to be pretty good. I got this lasagna that's been sitting here the whole time because I didn't want to eat while being Santa. 
Ah, that's now, fair. Now I'm on my break and all those little shits can you just go fuck off. <laughs> Dude, when you do that voice, that voice reminds me of the monarch's wife. The mo- <laughs> Honey, sit down. I'll give you a rub. Do you want a beer or something? <laughs> yeah. No, don't tell me that, Dr. Girlfriend. <laughs> I must destroy those. I love that show so much. <laughs> they finally canceled it. I know, I know. So it's sad. just like it's like Metalocalypse. Like they don't any of the really good shows. They don't give them closure. Yeah, yeah. Which sucks. Well, actually, you know what? I kind of understand it because the last season was not all that good. But every no, season but, up until the last season was amazing. But what you do is you just hand them like you know the budget for a season and say make your finale, give yourself closure, and be done with it. And then you right. sell the fuck out of the the complete series box sets. The problem with that, though, is you end up with a series finale like they did with Sequest 2020. Do you remember that? I didn't am, I, am, that I the, am I saying the wrong thing? Maybe it's no, sir. Well, uh, was it Sequest 2020? Yeah, it was a show. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a, just basically them taking old animation and then kind of filling in and adding yes. their own voice actors. Yeah, the the final um, like three episodes was them on a talk show talking about them being on the show. It was dumb. It was super dumb. But what I loved about it is they were the original. Oh my god, you killed Kenny! Because for the first like two seasons, they blew the ship up after every single episode. <laughs> that's a that's like Space Ghost era, though. I mean, yeah. that's they were really trying new things, inventive back then. Dude, I used to love Space. Well, Space Ghost was very hit, hit and miss. Like there were, you either loved those episodes to the point where you wanted to watch them over and over and again, or you wanted to just tear your eyes out because it was so bad. All their formulas are sketch comedy in the sense that they throw a bunch of things at the wall, they see what sticks, and so it's not all gems. But what gems are there? Like shining gems. So yeah, a lot of Adult Swim shows that, like, I really like this, like, you know, this episode or that episode, but it kind of gets on your nerves after a while. You yeah. ever see Mr. Pickles? Okay, so, um, my two ex-girlfriends ago, uh, her brother introduced me to Mr. Pickles. I watched one episode, and it was just too much for me. Uh, it, it, it goes hard, and it keeps going, and I watched, I think, all the seasons, and it, the thing about it is that the art style reminds me of Mad Magazine back in the day is that really weird, ugly, perverse art style. But every episode is the same. It's the same episode over and over. Which is, which is fine. Uh, but for me, it wasn't like, I, I love the idea. I love the idea of Mr. Pickles being like a, a demon from hell and doing all that bullshit. It was just too much too quick. It felt very frantic and, um, it, it, it made me uh, anxious. It made me very anxious. It is. It's a very, and I watched it baked out of my mind. So it is a very upsetting show. It's like a uh, super jail, but not as fun as super jail. I, I don't, I don't think you should watch that baked out of your mind. <laughs> Dude. I, I sat down uh, one time back in the day when we were back when you were around uh, and we had the mushrooms or whatever, I had uh, some tabs of acid left over. So I, took the acid sat down and watched like two seasons straight of super jail oh shit yeah Dude, speaking of those <laughs> speaking of those mushrooms uh remember we had bitcoin back then too can you imagine <sighs> if we had kept that bitcoin 
So here's the story, right? At that time in 2010, my dad gives me $10,000 and says, go buy a house. And it fell through. We didn't get the house. But Bitcoin was five bucks a coin. Yep. If I had just dropped all that money into Bitcoin, I'd be a multimillionaire right now. Well, I remember you gave me some Bitcoin to go get some mushrooms at one point. Yeah, yeah, that was, I didn't tell you that story, but uh, I don't know how much I told you. But I had a laptop with a Tor browser to use Bitcoins to go on the Silk Road to order drugs. Oh, shit. (laughs) And they arrived and they didn't work. They were like really piss poor LSD. Uh, Wait, no, you did tell me that story. You yeah. did tell me that story because that was before I before because that was the reason when I came over when I came over last the last time I came over and you had the acid strips is you showed me what they actually looked like because I didn't I had no idea what acid looked like. It it it's technically a clear liquid, so you can put it in anything. It just has to be something that keeps it. Uh, so they use those those um, printer tabs, the blotter tabs, as they're called. Mm-hmm. And that paper is, uh, absorbs it in and locks it in. Um, but it is it, it has breakdowns, so you keep it out of the sun, stuff like that. But I've seen people douse it into anything. Like you can literally just douse it because it's a clear liquid. You can't tell it's there. Yeah, interesting. That's one of those drugs, though, that I don't think I'd ever try. I, I do have a bunch of mushrooms that... Uh... It's good. Um, I would say mushrooms and LSD are both uh, clean, safe, good things to do once, but they have very different results. Well, see, my thing is LSD is not a natural chemical, at least not the way that we get it. I know that it is produced, or at least one of the chemicals is produced naturally, uh, I think in a plant. Um, It's, if I remember correctly, it's actually from uh, the same way you get like penicillin. It's it's like a mold or something you get off of it and then you chemical that and it produces this chemical. Um, but no, it's, I mean, it's not different than it, like aspirin really. No, I think it's very different than aspirin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just the difference is that the mushrooms like vibrate your body and you connect to the oneness and like the plants are moving and you know, you feel the earth vibrating and shit like that. But with LSD, it was like a beautiful mind when he looks at the all the disparate a- information and he starts seeing the hidden patterns and codes. Hmm. Well, I, I won't tell you to do it, but I'll say that it's not as scary as it seems. Yeah, well, I, I know it's not that scary. I listened to Joe Rogan. I know he, he's talked to a lot of people who, who have done it. Um, but for me, it's more about the fact that it's a chemically created thing compared to a natural thing. So for me, like mushrooms and uh, weed are the two things that I will do. Uh, everything I, else I understand. I, I, have that, yeah. I have the same philosophy. The only reason I went with acid is because it's time tested. They've been making and doing it for like a long time. Oh, yeah. A lot of all the famous people have done it sort of thing. And in that category, there's a bunch of chemical knockoffs. Like there's a hundred different alternatives to LSD that are similar and I won't do those because they have horror stories attached to them. Yeah. Like, uh, Canary. like what is it? Uh, salvia? <laughs> oh no, don't. Salvia is the devil's drug. Don't do yeah. that. That shit will mess you up. Oh, that's what I've heard. I've heard it's uh, 15 minutes of hell. It is. It's essentially, it's like a trip, but it doesn't uh, relate to the brain in the way that the others do. 
So you're just basically um, an incomprehensible terror. Oh, interesting. That I had not heard. I, I do know that um, I think it was Ari Shafir did it on the Brian Redband podcast. And uh, he said that he had lived an entire life and he had, he had seen his wife uh, die before him and his kids die before him. And he was drowning in water before he came out of it. And he was like, freaked the fuck out. It's like, uh, I don't want to say Nightmare on Elm Street, but any of those movies where people are trapped in nightmares, it is, it's kind of like that. It's like you live a whole different experience, but parts of it are just stressing. It just stresses yeah. you the fuck out. Dude, I, um, have, I, I have these mushrooms that have just been sitting in my fridge. Um, they're going to go bad. They're well, gonna, well, not, not go bad. They're going to get unpotent, so it's not going to do the job. Yeah, well, they're 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 freeze dried, so and they're vacuum sealed, so I don't have to worry about uh, too much. But it's just every time I get the chance to actually do them, I get booked for work, and I can't I can't do mushrooms and work. I can I can have a drink oh. or two and do this work, but I can't. Yeah, but uh, you you know you you're in an expensive area. You bought a house. You got to work seven days week. That's how you pay the bills. Yep, for right now anyway. Eventually, this it. podcast is going to pay the bills when people oh, start. Uh, start sharing us i mean all we really need to do is get a, a good audience and i the people who uh, have listened to to us really enjoy listening to us which is great so we just need that one viral hit and then it'll spread like wildfire yeah let's hope yep. spread like corona oh too, too soon, soon. <laughs> you mean you mean that China's just going to let it happen for a while and not tell anybody and when they do they're going to lie about it and then eventually go oh yeah sorry our bad and then they're going to send them a bunch of faulty products. Of course. Made in China. <laughs> <laughs> oh, CCP is going to kill me one day. It's okay. What's CCP? It's the uh, Chinese uh, Communist People's oh. whatever. That It's basically they're like uh, NSA or FBI or whatever. Gotcha. So you're saying that they're going to come, they're going to find you. And, well, it's not like this is going, going to be online where they can find it. I know, I know. Well, you know what they're doing is they have a, like in China, they implemented the um, media or the reputation system where they're like, if people online don't like you or you don't pay your bills or whatever, your your, your rating goes down and you can't get like credit. You oh, can't shit. get a house. And then like, if you do whatever the government wants you to and you, you jump through all the hoops and, you know, stay on your phone watching vapid bullshit, like your rating will go up and then they'll give you better loans and like jobs and stuff. You know, there was an episode of, um, uh, what is it? It's the Seth MacFarlane Star Trek ripoff. Orville. Orville. Which is actually better than Star Trek. I don't know how that works. I agree, except uh, Discovery is actually really good if you've, if you've seen Discovery. I don't know. Discovery is I'm really not, good. I'm thing. not up with the woke crowd, man. Um, Star Trek Discovery is really, really cool because they – they kind of take so it all happens before the original star trek and what they're doing is right after the klingon war they develop a technology for a spore drive system because the spores basically ride on the hidden network that is throughout everything you know how when people take mushrooms they're like oh my god i communicated with aliens well they're they're playing off that idea uh plus also i don't know if you know this every uh, mushroom is actually connected somehow through the ground or some weird shit like that. Anyway, the point is they develop a spore system. <clears throat> and uh, 
what they do is it basically the ship like spins and then just appears. So it's like transporting the ship and it can be billions and billions and billions of light years away. It's way quicker than warp time travel. So really, really cool idea. The big problem they had was the fact of, well, fuck, if they had this technology, why have we not seen this before since this happens before Kirk even got on a, on a ship? Exactly. Well, they solved that problem in a very intelligent way because they moved everything forward as it would normally go before Captain Pike took over for the Enterprise and they introduced time travel. And the time travel, they, they had something from the future come back and it was trying to steal this information that was stuck on the Discovery. And the only way to keep it from getting this information was for it to go to the future. And part of the whole thing is the few people who knew about the spore drive had to keep it secret. And the people who knew were basically Captain Pike, this rogue uh, uh, Federation thing, and Spock. And so now, I, know, I know two things about the show. Uh-huh. And I know that my favorite body actor, Doug Jones, yes. you, know, you know Doug Jones, is yep. one of the captains. Yep. Um, two, apparently David Cronenberg plays a character. I did not know that. Yep. They're trying to figure out who his mysterious character is because he shows up in a suit with glasses and he's like an arbiter of what they're doing. So I would watch it just because Cronenberg's in it. Interesting. That was not something that uh, that I knew about. I don't know if it's the latest season or what, but Cronenberg's in it. Uh, have you caught up on Mandalorian? I have not seen the last episode. I saw the episode right before this last one. Then we shall say no more because you need to see that last episode. Everybody keeps telling me that. I've been told that the memes will wait until after the episode. You have to wait. <laughs> you have to stay off the internet and watch the episode before you can get it ruined. Uh, because I was grinning like a schoolboy. It was terrible. I don't know why I love the show so much, but I can't stop it. It's it's a great show. I mean, who who would not like it? It's it's cowboys in space and legitimately cowboys in space. It returns it back because there's a whole thing where George, you know, the you ever seen the line by line of uh, Hidden Fortress in Star Wars? No. Hidden Fortress is the same thing. It's a Ronin samurai. He picks up a princess. She's got a little person with her. And then the cuts, the fades, the technologies came out. It's black and white, came out years before Star Wars. But it's like, it has everything. It has a Darth Vader character who's this evil samurai lord who's like turned to the power of evil. And he has a one-on-one showdown with the train, the, the mentor who mentors the hero and dies in battle. And like every beat from Star Wars, line by line, you go through both films and they're the same film, but it's just an old samurai flick. And everything George Lucas did in those early days was he loved old samurai and westerns. Um, But Mandalorian, like the newer films got caught up in the, you know, there's like galactic wars and there's robot armies and there's like clone wars and this and that. But the heart of Star Wars is the lone gunslinger. Yeah. The lone samurai. So that's what it really returned it back. It brought back a bunch of fan favorite characters. So. You saw the Ashoka episode? Yeah, wasn't a big fan of that one. I it's, like, still, well, it's I, Ashoka, man. We get, I, we get some I, character from the side stories finally in a live action. It's like Yeah, but I didn't I didn't okay. 
uh, and I'll leave us on this uh, because I'm going to have to render this episode out. Um, I feel like they made her too old and too hard based on the way the character was that we fell in love with. I feel like she should have been a younger girl and she should have been a little bit more likable rather than badass and business. She should have, still should have been badass, but she felt too businesslike. I, I think the it was just that the Clone Wars messed her up. I like the Clone Wars. No, I know, but it takes a toll. You know, you got to think about the PTSD, psychological problems. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to the Happy Little Scream podcast. If you like what you heard, you can find more on all major podcast providers. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. There are links on our website, happylittlescreams.com. Please like and subscribe. And if you're feeling even more generous, you can support the podcast through Patreon. Your donations help keep us going. Until next time, good night and happy screams. Are they lifting their metal hands? This is the end now. Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye.